Life Audio. The Bible Study Podcast, episode 826. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Psalms with Psalm 85. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with Psalm 85. We have another psalm from the sons of Korah. But first, a word from the sponsor. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on The Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Psalm 85, for the director of music of the Sons of Korah, a psalm. You, Lord, showed favor to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people and covered all their sins. You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. Restore us again, God, our Savior, and put away your displeasure toward us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will listen to what God the Lord says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, but let them not turn to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Love and faithfulness meet together, righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth, and righteousness looks down from heaven. The Lord will indeed give what is good, and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. So this is again one of those psalms that is talking about things being good, but they're not, not right now. And so we get This first part here, which is remembering what God has done in the past. And so many of the Psalms have to do with that. And so many of the the songs that we write have to do with us wanting to remember things. And obviously, if you're listening to 
a song that is not a religious song. It might be remembering a love. It might be remembering something else, but we commemorate the important things in our lives or the things we want to remember with songs, patriotic songs, religious songs, love songs, all those things. And so this song is remembering what God has done before. First of all, that God showed favor to the land, but also restored the fortunes to Jacob. So the psalmist is remembering a previous time when the people had been unfaithful and God had forgiven them. You forgave the iniquity of your people and covered all their sins, set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. Now, this particular song is not coming up with a specific time. It's not talking about the golden calf. It's not talking about the waters of Meribah. It's not talking specifically about the time of the judges. But you could pick out any one of those times as being a time where the people were unfaithful and God forgave them. Now, covered all their sins is an interesting one for us to look at here in the light of the New Testament, as we think of the blood of Jesus covering our sins, that is more of a New Testament concept than Old Testament concept. In the Old Testament, you'd have the blood of the sacrifices that would cover the people's sins. And of course, that looked forward to a time of a more perfect sacrifice. But the idea of sins being covered because of the sacrificial blood is one of the things that is an Old Testament and New Testament theme. It's just different, whether it's the blood of animals or the blood of Jesus. Restore us again, God, our Savior, and put away your displeasure towards us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through all generations? So you did that before you forgave the people at the time of Gideon. You forgave the people multiple times in the time of Moses. You forgave the people in the time of Deborah. You forgave the people those different times. How about again? <laughs> Could you do it again? We know that we have screwed up. We know that we have angered you. Will you be angry forever? Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, Lord, and grant us your salvation. So, Specifically, we don't know what's going on in this particular song, but they're looking for salvation. And when we talk about salvation in this case, we're probably not talking about a a salvation in a religious sense. We're probably talking about a salvation from a situation. And so they're not looking for salvation like, hey, can we get into heaven? Or, hey, can we have a right relationship with God? Although they're promising they will, but they're looking for help in time of need. And we saw that so many times in the book of Judges, or we will see that when we go into the book of Judges, which will be our next study, that the people would forget God, something bad would happen, they would call out to him, and he would save them. And that's probably the kind of salvation we're talking about here. Now, as we read this from a New Testament point of view, we can certainly think of the unfailing love of God and our salvation in a spiritual sense as well, that God is saving us from something even worse than the Midianites, even worse than the Canaanites, even worse than those sort of things in terms of what our salvation does, that it makes us right with God and it assures us where we're going. I will listen to what God the Lord says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, but let them not turn to folly. Now, it is clear from what the psalmist has said that the people have not been listening to God and that they have turned to folly. 
And when it says he promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, from what the psalmist has said, that is not the people of God in the whatever time period this sons of Korah found themselves in here. They were unfaithful. They had turned to folly. And yet he's looking forward to a day that God will forgive them, but also that they will be faithful. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. And and they're starting here with, we're not quite saved, but, but if we fear God, if we remember God, then we will be saved and then his glory will dwell in our land again. And then we will see that God will care for us because we have come back to him. And then I like this, my favorite part of this psalm is this last part, love and faithfulness meet together, righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven. There is a tying here between especially righteousness and peace. That if I am right with God, that there will be peace. Love and faithfulness meet together. That if I am faithful, there will be love. Now there's love anyway, but I will I will notice that love. There will be peace. There will be a change in my circumstances. Now, when we talk about the peace of God, that's a great modern contemporary Christian music song that talks about that the peace of God, sometimes God calms the storm and sometimes he calms his child. So sometimes God brings peace to the situation and sometimes he brings peace to us in the midst of the situation. But God is a God of peace and, and that is one of the intentions, one of the spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit is intending to build up within us is peace. Peace despite the circumstances sometimes, but peace in the midst of the circumstances. So love and faithfulness meet together, righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven. The Lord will indeed give what is good and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. That's an interesting thing. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. We start, the most important step here is that step of being right with God that that relationship with God comes first, and then God will come. God will come in his steps and will heal our land and will yield its harvest. We don't know if that's the problem that they're looking for deliverance from is that they're not getting good harvest. Are you in a famine? There were certainly time periods where God sent drought or God sent famine to get the attention of the people of God. And that might be what's going on in this particular psalm. Now, how do we apply this for us? This is certainly something that we can remember that God has forgiven us before, and we can come back and ask again for forgiveness. But as the psalmist says, we don't want to just then return to our folly. We don't want to just think with, if I can use the analogy from my sermon last week with our zombie brains, we don't want to to think like that unrepentant sinner who Christ died for on the cross and who died with him. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening.
I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on this podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, do you trust me? Because together we can do this. With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories and scripture. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.